Hello and welcome to the Podfathers Podcast. I'm Noah Alvarez. It's December 21st, which means it's the season of giving. Here at the Podfathers Podcast, we believe we are giving you quality content to listen to on a weekly basis. And all we ask in return is that you give us maybe a review or two. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and of course, SoundCloud. We're always trying to improve our podcast, so let us know what you liked or didn't like and help us get better. Last week I mentioned we had a Best Hip Hop of 2018 podcast in the back burner for y'all, and here it is. JJ, Vince, Jesus, and I all come together and pitch in our two cents on the many different projects of the year. There was a lot of great projects, so if you forgot to mention some, our bad, but we touched on damn near everything we listened to. Just like last week's pod, it's a fun conversation as we really enjoy talking about our favorite music genre. If you haven't done so already, be sure to check out our guest work, as JJ, also known as Generic Sports, produces the instrumentals that we play here on the Podfathers podcast. You can look them up at soundcloud.com slash generic sports. Vince, as I mentioned last week, he has a, a charge it to the game radio station. You can check that out on soundcloud.com slash charge it to the game with the number two. And hey, Zeus. He's a DJ, producer, and local rapper. You can check him out on Instagram at OKZeus. That's OK spelled out Zeus, Z-U-E-S. I'm not super tech savvy either, but my editing skills were really tested here as we jumped around from topic to topic and I had to cut and trim quite a bit. So if you're listening through and it sounds really smooth, you're welcome. (laughs) All right, now let's get to it. All right, so I brought all in all you guys today because we're all big hip-hop fans. But before we dive into the hip-hop in this year in 2018, I wanted to ask you, because all you guys are pursuing different careers and kind of in the hip-hop industry, and I'll start with you, Vince. You started that SoundCloud radio station, Charged to the Game. Yeah. What kind of inspired you to do that? Well, man, I would say initially, I think about like two or three years ago, when I first brought the idea to JJ and we were kind of talking about it, that was when like Dash Radio was like a really big thing. And there was like starting to be like a push for internet radio shows just because it was opposite of like traditional radio where we're listening to like the same songs every five minutes, just Mm -hmm. like the same curator and a lot of like ads every five minutes, the same ones we're listening to like fucking car insurance ads. Yeah, our education connection. Yeah, shit like that. (laughs) So it was like to hear like the internet radio kind of take over was really cool and it was something that like off the rip I wanted to like be a part of. But it wasn't until, like, Apple being as, like, innovative as they are, they started having, like, you know, DJs like Ebro from Hot 97 had his own show. And then, like, just people who were, like, prominent in music, like Zane Lowe and dudes like that, mm-hmm. had their own show. And they are basically running through a playlist and kind of putting their commentary on it. So that's where I was like, okay, this is something that, like, I would want to do. And, like, for the average listener, I'm sure it was cool for them to just hear these guys give their opinion. And just that was a good way for them to discover music. But for me, it was, like kind of seeing somebody who's in the industry kind of kick game and like put a song to the music that they listen to which was really dope to me mm-hmm. and that was when I started like trying to like creatively think of the idea of what charge it to the game is now and at that point I was pushing it for more of like creative like side that I wanted to do it but it was also like out of necessity and like all these platforms had and streaming services had like they were giving people these shows and I didn't have that like backing so right, it was right. like I'm looking around, I'm looking on SoundCloud and being like, yo, like I could be like the first person to just independently just grab a mic and start talking over music. Mm-hmm. 
and really just bring back that feeling of like what people used to do back in the day when they were like even like when, like from our generation when exactly. we were like creating mixtapes off of like Napster and just like <laughs> ripping songs just to like play with our friends when we were driving around to even before then back in like the 80s when people were recording mixtapes off of like boom boxes and like either mm -hmm. they're sending it to like chicks or whatever like it was still that same feeling y'all that's what i got from it so it was like i could put together a playlist and then just talk over it and kind yeah. of give my feedback and if people fuck with it they're gonna tell me and i'll know right off the right off the jump whether it's working or not so that's why i kind of just was like all right like nobody's doing it by themselves nobody just grab the mic i'm just gonna do it and put it out and it's been good i got like two episodes already in the cut I just dropped the third one this morning and uh, reaction's been kind of cool, so it's just kind of cool seeing people just, like, I guess respect my musical opinion, just yeah. because I'm able to, like, curate a playlist that a lot of people can like, and I definitely want to implement, like, more, like, unknown artists. I don't want to be, like, putting, like, oh, of random people on, because I know that gets, like... I know we've all been to the observatory two hours early yeah, yeah. <laughs> and want to kill ourselves by before, like, the artist comes on, so I want to definitely put in some, like... Something new, something yeah, fresh. Yeah, something new, something that you don't hear on the radio, Not like the deep cuts from the album and shit like mm -hmm. that. So that's kind of how we're moving. And so Zeus and JJ, you guys both produce music. <clears throat> what kind of inspired you guys to kind of take that off and just go from like a, a, a listener to actually being a producer and kind of doing your own thing? Uh, well, I just, I don't know, I've listened to music like all of us our whole lives. Uh, after a while, I just felt like, I just, I just got like, like obsessed with like the sound and I had the idea to like try to recreate some stuff that I liked and certain sounds and um, I get into these pockets where I'm like super obsessed and inspired with things and like that's how it came about like making music mm -hmm. like I just wanted to know more wanted to know how certain sounds were made um, like I started off by doing a lot of like remakes about remakes of things mm -hmm. and um that really that helps a lot like that helps you kind of get in the mind of the person who made it and pick up some shit along the way and then i don't know it eventually grew once i learned how to do all the basics it grew into like making stuff that i want to listen to because like i don't really care like I'm, i i appreciate like everyone like fucking with like what I make yeah but I actually I also don't care like if someone is gonna like it or not like I'm <laughs> playing the music usually in my car like yeah for myself like the when I make something I go straight to my car to see how it sounds and I'm like I'll go drive around or something nice but beauty is in the beholder exactly yeah. yeah so it's kind of evolved from like just being curious wanting to know more how to make sounds and then kind of developing a style from that and yeah, like, making what yeah. I want to hear. I would say, like, JJ's style is super, like, specific, too, because, like, I know for us, like, all in this room, like, we're into, like, that, like, more lyrical hip-hop and, like, almost, like, a new sense of, like, backpacker rap and stuff like that, so we're, like, the Action Bronsons yeah. and, like, dudes like that who sound like something <clears throat> from the past. So, like, when I hear a lot of JJ's production, like, I hear, like, certain artists already on it. Like, I hear, like, the Currencies, the Freddie Gibbs and shit like mm -hmm. that. So it's, like, JJ, I feel like, hit, like, a a niche in hip-hop that's mm -hmm. like it's booming golden. yeah yeah mm -hmm. and i feel like it's next up almost like once we get through this next wave like this is what's gonna like get people on yeah and well there's a whole like youtube channel with like lo-fi yeah exactly yeah, yeah. you know exactly. adult swim's always been kind of doing it on the low you know what i mean yeah. lo-fi it's, it's relaxing i, mean, I mm -hmm. usually play kind of something like that from a youtube channel when i'm studying trying to sleep or just trying to relax no i, I mean i'm 
right about the same, honestly. It was more like curiosity that kind of took over a lot of my, uh, like, why I stepped into production. I think I was, like, 15 years old, maybe, and uh, my older brother actually had FL Studio on his laptop. And he used to have just random cats from, like, Long Beach come in and record in the closet. <laughs> and I was always just, like, it was weird, man, because before, like, before I actually dug into it, I never really thought about the fact that there were actual beats that someone was making in a track. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I would listen to the song, and all I would pay attention to was the lyrics. And I was like, oh, man, he's killing it. But it wasn't until I actually started getting into it that I was like, dude, there's actually someone making beats for yeah. these guys, you know? Yeah. And it took me a while to process all of that. And then it's it's kind of just started like him, where I was just like listening to the hats, the cymbals, the claps, and then the snares, and mm-hmm. then the, the claps behind the snares. And then I started digging into it, and I was like, man, I want to do that. You know, mm-hmm. like, at first I was like, I want to be a rapper. But then <laughs> yeah. when I heard that, I was like, dude, I want to be that guy. Like, yeah, the producer. Cause I like, want to be, yeah, exactly. A good instrumental could take a, a song from, you know, down low, like, maybe below average uh-huh. to really high. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've seen, there's a lot of guys who don't have a lot of lyrical talent, but they have sick beats, yeah. and they got <laughs> sick productions, and they kind of make it far, get some radio hits because of those beats, really. I yeah, mean, not really lyrically exactly. talented. I remember being younger, like, and I was always, always, always listening to the beat, like, I, to be honest, I never really cared about the lyrics, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, like you hear like the songs with Pharrell and um, and uh, Jay Z, mm-hmm. like oh, oh yeah. yeah, they had they had a sound, and I recognized yeah. that, and, yeah, and I'm and I'm like who is that? you know, and then yeah. it's like oh this is Neptune's or like Timbaland or just <laughs> Kanye, know, even Kanye, Kanye. yeah, like, yeah. I say and the more That's crazy. I, I think the more yeah, I listen to Kanye's music, I listen I identified his sound yeah. and like his yeah. inspiration. I think Casey Veggies when he was kind of popping back in like thirteen and two thousand fourteen, he had a lot of Kanye inspiration, you know. Yeah. And, and even like the albums that we'll get into later, like that Kanye produced. You mean it, it, it's really cool? Like Kanye has really own style, and a lot of other people yeah. do too. I think it's like all nostalgia for me. Like yeah. hearing hearing um, through the wire, like that <laughs> yeah. brings back like. Being like ten years old, yeah, yeah. hearing that, yeah. and then like that sound is like stuck itself inside me. So like, whether I know it or not, like that's an inspiration when I'm making beats or like Pharrell or anyone else. Like, yeah. whether I'm active actively trying to make it sound like them, like it's it's there because that's my inspiration. Mm-hmm. No, I'd say the same too. Like when I'm, I guess like in a producer's block where I'm like, ugh, like I can't come up with anything to sound or anything, I'll throw on you know. Like he said, Timbaland, you know, like that guy is the king when it comes to toms, you know what I mean? Like oh, the, yeah. The toms and then they're like, oh, it's Timbaland beat for sure. Or like Swizz Beats too, you can tell oh, right away. Yeah, Swizz for sure. Yeah, and that yeah. was something like coming in, like always doing it, like producing, I was like, I need a, I need my own sound, you know? Like, right. I want to I wanna stick out the way they do. And it was, a, it was a long time to figure it out, but then I think I kind of figured it out. But, you know, like like he said, I like, I like hearing different stuff and I like following kind of like where they're going. So you hear like a bunch of random beats and you're like, ah, oh, you know. I think definitely to implement yourself like that, like how you said, like, you know, it's a Pharrell beat, you know, it's a Timbaland mm-hmm. beat. I think that's amazing, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I always wonder if, because, like, because, you know, we're in this room talking about this as, as hip-hop fans, and we all know each other's, like, I guess you could say catalog, or, like, we know how deep our own crates run as far as, like, the music that we listen to. But, like, the average listener, I wonder if they hear, mm-hmm. like, that Kanye sound or that Swiss yeah, beat too. sound. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, we know it. We we hear it and we've, like, recognized it because we've been listening to it for this long. But I feel like, especially in rap right now, there's a lot of people who are barely coming into the quote-unquote culture. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do they recognize that shit? Do they hear, like, the importance in this? Do they, like... 
Can they, they pick just... apart the sample or is it just a noise to them? Yeah, it's another like, song on the radio. There are certain records we hear where it's like, we can hear almost every single layer that was recorded on that song. Like, I always talk about, like, cartoons and cereal. Oh, like, when I listen to that, yeah. even, like, fucked up. But, like, even Shit. when I'm sober and I'm listening to that <laughs> song, like, I can hear every single, like, recording and, like, different, like, layer that he put on it. And that shit's what amazes me. And that's yeah. what makes that song, like, as legendary as it is to me. But, like, does the average listener just, like... Yeah, this is a dope ass song, and then just yeah, like, throw it in there. I think they're more on that. I'm yeah. probably, probably <laughs> ignorant to say it, but I think it's more on that like like tier where they're just like, mm-hmm. oh, I killed it. You know, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what, that bugs me. Out. I always think too like. Can they get to the point where they think about that? Or they I don't think everyone like, has that kind of potential. Yeah, or like, that's true. That I like music to think ear. I have a good ear for music, but at the same time, it's like if someone else did everything I do, they could probably be at my. I don't think so. Because I think I've sat like even like even listening to like Zeus's stuff and then sitting in it like with you when you make shit, I'm like, I don't hear what you hear at the end like the end result. Like uh-huh. I hear the sample and like, yeah, this sounds dope. This would be a dope sample. But in my head I don't hear what it would sound like as a sample with like the drums and the kicks and like all that other shit that mm. you layer on top of it. I don't hear that. Putting it together. Yeah, I just hear the sample and be like, yo, this sounds like a dope ass sample. Like yeah. there's a fucking what song was it that I was just listening to? I forget the name. of it. it was like an old jazz song, and I was listening to it like, yo, this would be a dope-ass sample. But then I was thinking about it like, but if I was sampling it, I wouldn't know where to start. I wouldn't right. know yeah, where okay. to put the loop, but like, mm-hmm. like I could find a sample for someone like you and yeah. send it to you. And that's like where the creativity... But yeah, exactly. As far as exactly. listening into it, I think there's a lot of people, like you said, that, that can't hear it. They just, mm-hmm. oh, he went hard because he... He had a, a line about his bed and his mom exactly. like for Drake. It went viral, so it must be hard kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what on I the feel radio. Like that's the wave right now. It yeah, went viral, dude. so it's hard. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, nah, I'm not riding with some of the or whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's a fucking, oh man, that's like top tier, like number one example for it. Exactly. Exactly. Like the beats banging. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even going to lie. I really like that song. I would play it for No, for real. It's a good song. It's a great hype song. Yeah, exactly. I played it for my sister and my girlfriend. They're like, what the hell is this? And then like it became big, and now they know it. Yeah, before college football games, any NBA game, yeah. like they play it and like you could see like the crowd get. I, I, I'm always kind of like, I always pay attention to like what you just said because I always like, you know, there's an ear for creating music, but I always felt like I had an ear for like A&Ring music. Like yeah. I know when something just sounds good. That's why like that's part of like the career path that I'm trying to take is A&R mm-hmm. because I feel like I have that skill set and like I'm always sending people music and like different songs. And sometimes it's so funny, I'll send it to somebody like early, like when I first hear the song and they'll be like, yeah, it's kind of dope. It's all right. And then it'll take off later. And then it's like the best song in the world to them. Yeah. And I'm like, how the hell did well, that certain, happen? Like, did you not song, hear it? Yeah. Certain songs <laughs> are like that. I remember first listening to Good Kid, Mad City and I wasn't too hot on it. Really? To be honest, I wasn't too hot on it, but it, it took me like four or five listens where I was like, oh shit. Like, And maybe that's because me, I wasn't like as, as, uh, as a paying attention to all the different aspects uh, in the album were and you, stuff. At that time, were instrumental. You like, what? Were you a Section 80 head at that time? Yeah, I was Section yeah, 80 head for sure. You know, yeah. like, it was totally different <laughs> from Section 80. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it took me like four or five listens where I was like, damn, this is a really good album. Mm-hmm. Um, first listen through, one time through, I was like, mm, it's all right. You know That's what I mean? Give it a C plus, yeah. B minus yeah. type deal, you know? <laughs> I was like, eh. A lot eh. of people need like the validation from others for something, for them to think something's good. Because mm. I feel like a lot of people are scared to to like something on yeah. their own. Oh, of course. Based oh, on what sure. other people yeah. think. Because yeah. like, I don't know, I, I'm out with people that aren't like us, or they like 
you know, they like music a lot, mm -hmm. and like I'll play something or someone will play something, and like I think it's cool, but someone will be like, like what the hell is this? It kind of yeah. goes over their head. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah. if that song was popular, then they wouldn't be saying that. No, of course. Like, mm -hmm. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. I, I find myself doing that too. Like I'll send records to people and be like, I'll just like straight up say it, like, yo, what do you think of this? Because I can't, mm -hmm. I can't form my opinion on it, and sometimes yeah. it helps, but like. Again, like it, it kind of pulls you. If somebody doesn't fuck with it, you're like, eh, maybe I don't really fuck with it. And yeah. I try to like stop myself from doing that, but mm -hmm. I don't know if it's just trying to see like how the song resonates with other people that I like do that. But it's just interesting because something can take off and be great on its own, or it needs the push of thousands of people in order yeah. for it to be good, mm -hmm. which is wild to me. I think about that with my music too, because I was posting it, like posting stuff on Reddit a lot on this forum, and oh, people yeah. can give you feedback, and. A lot of people would would like it, but I mean, there'd also be people that's like really nitpicky, like oh the highs, you know, like you should change oh, that. Oh yeah, and it's yeah. like what they and I like <laughs> look at what they make, and it's like really clean mixed, and like my stuff isn't. Yeah, so but it's you're like, going for that. So it's like, should I listen to them or like? <laughs> yeah, I think ultimately it's got to be more of like what, like you said, you know, you put it in your car and yeah. you bump it. That yeah. I do the same thing too, bro. Yeah. Like with my beats, I'll be listening to it, and like sometimes people get in my car like. Like, bro, you listen to yourself, that's weird, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. why don't you listen to this? You it's have like, to. It's yeah. like, half of it mainly has to do because I want to see if I get more inspired and I, I could add something or maybe yeah. change something, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, but the other half is just because I love it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm just like, man, if I could, if I was dope, like, rapping, I'd, I'd fucking write to this right yeah, now. And ultimately, yeah, and ultimately, you're making it because you think it sounds good. So, yeah. like, I know when I make something that's dope to me like I'll, I'll just let it loop at like after i'm done i'll let it loop for like 20 yeah. minutes yeah. And I'll yeah, like, yeah yeah you gotta think about it like like the kanye's you know what i mean i'm pretty sure especially like in his environment knowing so many artists and producers and yeah influencers they're probably like f the feedback is probably negative sometimes you know yeah oh i'm sure but he's yeah. just like fuck all y'all like yeah <laughs> this shit's dope you know like yeah. i love it i know someone's gonna like it you know i think anyone with their own style has that mentality definitely bro i mean that's how i try to approach it Moving on to our next category, we can talk about some of the most disappointing albums of the year. Uh, Vince, I'll let, it, I'll let you start it off here. Ah, man. That's, that's a hard one because I will say that 2018 was probably one of the best years yeah. of rap for oh, yeah. a really long time because yeah. there was a lot of amazing projects. And I know like when we talk about disappointing, it's not so much like a bad album. It's just like I expected more from it. Yeah. Right. You didn't live, up, didn't live up to the hype. Yeah, it didn't live up to the hype necessarily and like... And so I would say the first one, I think I got two probably in my bag, but first one would probably be Nas's album that he did with Kanye. Just because, and I was going back and forth trying to find out why it was disappointing to me, because I'm a huge Kanye fan and a huge Nas fan. And I didn't want to say like, oh, they let me down. It didn't live up to, like, I didn't want to say that. Because I know, especially when Nas gets brought into the conversation, a lot of people always nitpick at like his beat selection. Yeah. And, like, they always say the same thing. He's used the same beat twice. Kind of like Eminem and shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. They always have that. Yeah, they always have that opinion about them. But for me, I never thought that. Like, I always thought Nas's beats matched who he was. And, mm -hmm. like, he raps over them, and he's always been nice at it. So, when I heard Kanye and Nas were doing an album, I was like, okay, this is going to be fucking heavy then. Because Kanye's got great beat selection. Like, he's the king of that. Right. And Nas has always been a lyricist. Like, this is going to... It's going to appeal to people like me who've just been Nas fans since day one. And it's going to appeal to people who are on the new wave because Kanye is kind of leading that and kind of being like that bridge between both eras. So I was like, yeah, this shit's going to be hard. Daytona came out. That's, I mean, we'll oh, get to that later. Yeah. But that was hard. So I was like, okay, this Nas shit is going to be, this shit's going to be crazy. 
And when it came out, I can honestly say, like, the only song that really, like, grabbed me was White Label. Uh-huh. <laughs> that song is hard. That, I think I, that was on, like, I think episode one or two of Charger to the Game. I featured it you on You like there. Adam and Eve? I did, but in that Kanye wave, there were certain records that came out that had me just going because yeah. I was like, this shit is fucking hard. Yeah. And Adam and Eve didn't do that for me, but White Label did. White about, Label, I was like... What about Cop Shot the Kid? I love that beat. I love Cop Shot the Kid, but to me, it's too repetitive. Yeah. Like, I just, I can't get through the full record without yeah. wanting to... It sounds so fucked up and I hate <laughs> saying it, but like, I'll skip. I'll skip uh-huh. halfway through. I'll listen to some of it because mm-hmm. I fuck with it, but... I'll eventually just be like, all right, I gotta, I gotta get to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I would say Nas's album, it was disappointing but not bad. Right. Like, I'll listen to it. Like I don't want people to run through because like, I know Apple Music is, shares everything you listen to. Same with Spotify. <laughs> I want people to hear this and be like, this motherfucker's so hypocritical. <laughs> I see him listening to the Nas album. So it's a good album, but it was just it didn't live up to what I wanted. Yeah, for you. Yeah. And the second one to me was probably the Carters. Oh, Jay-Z and Beyonce's oh, yeah, album, okay. which I, again, I'm real reluctant to say because the Beehive is crazy and I don't want old heads on me too, but like oh. coming off of 444 was like, that was an immaculate album. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that appealed to everybody, even the kids who rocking those Nowadays. chokers as chains and shit like right. that. Mm-hmm. They fucked with it. Advice and shit. We fucked, exactly. Yeah, we like fucked with band. it. Yeah. And yeah, and it grew with the old heads. So like what we were saying about like Mac and Tyler for us, I feel like was for them. Like Jay-Z came back strong. And 4 for 4, to me, is amazing. I don't skip one record on that entire album. Mm -hmm. But I think with, like, the Carters, I was expecting that same kind of thing. And it's got some good songs on it that I listen to and I specifically go into. But I don't don't find myself going and playing the Carters, like, hitting Mm -hmm. from top song and just listening to it. I don't find myself doing that. And a lot of records from 2018, I find myself doing. So... Again, it's not a bad album, but it was just disappointing in that sense that, like, yeah. I'm listening to things all the way through this year. And for some reason with that album, I'm just... Right, right. I'm just riding with it. Damn, I got, like, about four or five, honestly, that were disappointing to me personally. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Longest list. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but I, I'll never it down, like, two or three. But, yeah, I, I mean... the full day. <laughs> yeah, hit <laughs> shit. Just so I don't get, like, so much into it, you know, and, like, talk forever. I, obviously, like, what he said with Nas, like, that was exactly why, for me, it was disappointing, personally, because... Connie is a legend to me, like, as a producer, you know, I think he's one of the best to ever fucking do it. Obviously, I can name, like, five other ones, dead or alive or, or whatnot, but Connie was just, like, especially right now, the way he caught this year, you know, mm-hmm. he went off the game for a minute, he came back and just killed it. Um, I think, I think I was looking a lot, I was looking forward to it a lot, but um, on the Nas aspect of it, like, I, I grew up listening to Nas, you know, and, like, lyrically-wise... And the stories he would tell, like, it was just, like, mind-blowing to me. And I think that's why I like J. Cole a lot. And, like, the Kendrick Lamars, too. But, I don't know. I felt like he probably had a couple tracks that might have, like, triggered something in my brain where I was like, oh, man, like, I could play this all day. But mm-hmm. most of the tracks, like he said, they were just repetitive. And I was like, man, I, like, I just found myself naturally just not listening to it, mm-hmm. you know? And it wasn't even on purpose. It was just like, I want to listen to something else. So I think that one, and then my number one, honestly, like, disappointment one was uh, ASAP Rockies. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, he I had a couple of tracks that I was like, man, like, I definitely saw where people were kind of saying, like, oh, you know, it's, it's a new style, and I, I love it. And I liked it, too, but all in all, that, that album, like, it was just one of those ones where I kept in the back burner. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if it came up, it came up, but, like, if it didn't, I would not be bothered by it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I was just like, all right, like, whatever. That one disappointed me. Um... And then lastly, as a, like, right now, because I'm, I'm kind of DJing, I pay attention to a lot of, like, 
stuff that everyone wants to hear. Mm. And I think with the Migos uh, Culture 3, I believe it was. Culture 2. Culture 2, yeah, yeah. Culture oh, yeah. 2. Oh, man, that one disappointed me. Really? Because I was, I was looking, I was, like, hoping that they were going to release, like, nothing but hits, you know? Yeah. But with that one, it was the same thing. It's repetitive. The same oh, music, yeah, yeah. you know? And I was like, dang, like, they didn't really shift anything. But are the people fucking with it? Like, when you play Ah, uh, I probably got like a track or two that I play, but I was gonna say outside of four tracks, right? Yeah, walk dude, it, talk yeah. it. Yeah, walk it like stir I talk fry. it, stir fry. Yeah. Uh, that's probably honestly like the only ones that I could think of that I could probably play, and like yeah. I know it's gonna be cracking, you know? Damn, that's crazy. So I think from a mainstream perspective, that one disappointed me just because mm-hmm. I expected them to like come out with like hits, like ten at least, you know? I already knew it was gonna be like twenty tracks. Yeah, amigos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they probably got like three solo tracks in there, so I was like, oh, it's gonna be a lot of tracks. But I was hoping to at least like dig out ten tracks, you know. But Mm-mm. it was just too repetitive, bro. Yeah, it, it was. It was. It was like borderline annoying for me. Like I was like, I don't want this wow. shit no more. To me, it was uh, stay dangerous. That was probably the most disappointing for me. By YG. By YG, because yeah. coming off of still brazy. He had those radio hits that kind of made, you know, a big, like he always, but he had other good songs outside of those hits on Still Breeze. He had Gimme Got Shot, mm-hmm. Please Get Away With Murder. I felt yeah. like some stuff that was kind of more like deep, kind of like, especially with the whole time. I mean, he had FDT, Fuck, Fuck Donald Trump. So he had some stuff that was kind of relative to what was going on. Mm-hmm. And it, it didn't, you know, YG's never been known as that woke guy, but he kind of seemed like he was headed that direction. So when he came out with this album, Stay Dangerous, he had the radio hits, Big Bank, um, too cocky and handgun mm-hmm. but then outside of it i feel like there really wasn't much lyrical content to that yeah. he kind of simplified and kind of dumped it back down maybe to i don't know go more mainstream or something but to me it was a little bit disappointing not a bad album i can still like bump those three or four songs yeah. but i'm just finding myself skipping a lot <laughs> and same thing with you said asap rocky testing i mean i like praise the lord i like tony tone yeah and i like uh asap forever but outside of that it's just <laughs> skipping you skip, know yeah skip. tony tone is probably my favorite one yeah that was dope the thing about the YG album and the part that I liked was honestly, and this is what like big upped it for me and why I carried it and didn't throw it on there, but it's just hearing J305 and Mozzie on it mm-hmm. was like, mm-hmm. for some reason, it just reminded me, and I always compare YG to like older West Coast artists, but to hear like younger cats that like only like people in this room probably listen to and like know about, to hear them be thrown on a record like that was wild to me. Yeah. It was like, okay, this gives me that feeling of like yeah. how the West Coast is supposed to be, what it was, yeah. and how they're kind of bringing that back, which is why I liked, you know. Yeah, because if album. you're in like North Carolina or South Carolina, you're like, who the fuck is J305? Exactly. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. But obviously, we know because of like Dom Kennedy. And, and we're in the know, city. Like, exactly. we hear it playing. So. We, hear, we hear his futures with like Nipsey and all that. So we know who he is, you know? Yeah. But people, like you said, because YG's on a universal level right now. Exactly. So mm-hmm. for him to put them on, I mean, yeah, that's dope. I, I wouldn't say it was like top. I don't know if I would even say it was top 10 of the year. Yeah, but it yeah. was. I liked it. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a disappointing album for me. I kind of knew what to expect from YG. But it did kind of surprise me that he, like, kind of almost went back to his roots. Yeah. With his ignorance mm-hmm. shit. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. Yeah. Like, I kind of like that. I guess for me, it had to be the Carter Five. Yeah? <laughs> no. The Car- oh, really? Little Wayne. Yeah. Okay. We're talking about... Oh, damn. We're talking about, like, <laughs> about the... That that was, that was like 23 tracks. Yeah, like 23. That was a yeah. huge... I, too I, many. I, I didn't... Honestly, I didn't ever listen to it the whole time through. It's one thing if they're all banging and they're all, like, really good, but, like, they weren't. Yeah. And I guess I wasn't expecting a lot because it's not like... And this is, like, too far in the making, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not like... I feel like he didn't make the, most of the tracks. now, If not all of them. Like, he, I think he made them all now. Mm-hmm. But, like, we wanted the Carter Five, you know... Back then, when he was rapping, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That's what's so fucked up about that situation is we probably would have had it and we would have liked it back yeah. then. Yeah. But I, it's weird because it's a new album, but you can almost say that it's not aging well, mm-hmm. which is weird to say, but it's because of that weird... It's whole... not really the Carter 5, it's something else. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Different sound and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I liked, I liked some of the tracks. I guess I can't remember off the top of my head, but... Like a lot of them is just like I, I I had to like force myself to listen to it because I didn't yeah. want to same I didn't want to form an opinion based off skipping, so I you know I just had to sit there and listen and I didn't really I didn't really like all of them mm-hmm. and it's like it's like really personal you could tell yeah oh yeah yeah and I won't take that away from it and even like even like the lyricism in that album wasn't what it used to like, be. wasn't Wayne like it wasn't yeah. Wayne you yeah. know what I mean it yeah. was more yeah. like he was trying to appeal to something else yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I think it had a lot to do with the fact, like, dude, it's like six, seven years in the making, you uh-huh. know? Yeah. And I was expecting, like, oh, man, if it's that that many years in the making, like, I better hear some boom-bap type beats, you know? Yeah, like, like, regular kicks. And, like, like a like, Yeah, beats. exactly. I didn't like a lot of the beats either. Yeah, dude, the beats were just, yeah. like, and I lo- I, I, too I liked, much, bro. I thought he would have, because I think uh, Metro Boomin was on one of them. Yeah. So I went to that one. I, I think I kind of liked that one. But, like, I looked up all the other credits, and I didn't really know who the people were, and... I know that doesn't make a difference, but I didn't. It, I didn't like the beats. Yeah, no. <laughs> and ironically, dude, my favorite one was that one with Snoop Dogg, and he used a sample. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. yeah. So exactly. I, I yeah. think it's more like a personal judgment type uh-huh. thing. But uh-huh. I mean, that that track I could bang all day. Like, yeah, for yeah. sure. I was like, that's a banger, you know. Wait, when did um, when did Hunch of Jack come out? Was that last year? That was last that was year. year. That was it last was? year. Twenty seventeen. Astro World was this year. Yeah, Astro World yeah. was this well, year. I guess we might as well talk about that too. That was a disappointment to me. Astro World? Yeah. No, so, not Astro World. Oh, Hunter Jack. Oh, Hunter Jack. Yeah, yeah. I was like Astro World. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I think it's top ten. Dog. I want to say it's like up there. You know, like that. Yeah. Because so much shit released this year that's just amazing. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah, like okay. he said, it was a great year for hip hop. Yeah, I think but Astro people... World. I, 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 I don't think that album disappointed me honestly. I think this year was very experimental, and like Astro World is another one. Stay Dangerous was another one. Yeah. Uh, Mac Miller Swimming was another one. Like a lot of experimental sounds, people going out of their comfort zones. Yeah. Sometimes it hit, sometimes it didn't. You know. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of like that whole, the experimental thing aspect of 2018 in hip hop. Moving on to our next category, a most impressive album, and I'll kind of start this one off. An artist that kind of surprised you that you maybe weren't a big fan of before or didn't really hear too much about. Um, the first one I got is Boz, Milky Way. Mm. That dropped in August. And yeah. I wasn't really a big Boz fan. I knew that he was part of Dreamville. I knew he had a couple songs with J. Cole. But individually, I never really paid too much attention to him. I listened to it, Milky Way, all the way through. And like that's probably... I have it in my top five albums of the year. And we'll get yeah. into that later. But like <laughs> that was one of my favorite albums. And it just... Mainly because it surprised me. It was yeah. so well done. Yeah. Nipsey Hussle's too Victory Lap. <laughs> because I followed Nipsey throughout high school. You know what I mean? Like I've... I fucked with this shit forever, but, well, like, with, with the last album before that one, like, it really disappointed me. Like, it was one of those where I was like, I knew what to expect. He's not going to come out and, like, come at people. He's what was not his gonna, last? It was, um, well, he had a couple. He had the mixtape. Yeah, the Slossin' Boys and yeah, stuff Yeah, the like Slossin' yeah. Boys. Yeah, that I'm one I thought that. was okay. It wasn't bad, you know? Mm-hmm. But the one before that was, I think it was The Marathon Continues. Is that when he was on that run of, like, you can either get it for free or pay, like, a hundred Oh, no, you know, it was, the one, it was the one where you had to pay a thousand bucks for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, okay, and it came okay. With like it came with, like, a show, t- like, a ticket to meet him or something. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that Jay-Z bought, like, a hundred albums or some shit. Yeah. Like, he bought ten, ten albums, I think, or a hundred, just to support his business. I, I think as an entrepreneur, he's dope. Like, yeah, he's got that oh, mentality, yeah. you know what I mean? But uh, that album, it was that one. The one was like a thousand bucks. You know, for me, it was like, damn, like, if it's, if he's selling it for a thousand, this is going to be some colossal <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, you know? yeah. But it wasn't what I expected. So with Victory Lap, 
I think he just he was like fuck everybody like I'm just gonna drop this shit and he was you could hear it in his voice dude like mm-hmm. on those songs I was like man this guy just killed it. I feel like it was the gangsters version of four four four. Yeah, dude, oh, he's exactly, game bro. To you, but yeah. he's also like aggressive and he's like yeah. mad about it. And that's what's crazy about Nipsey is for him and for us to see him do it so independently is crazy to see yeah. he just got a Grammy nomination. Like, that's yeah. wild for somebody to do it completely on their own, independently, just do it and Get make the kind of, yeah, yeah. And make the kind of content that he makes and raps about yeah. is wild for that to get recognized. So it's, it's like, you have to really big up to like Nipsey on that. As oh, like, yeah. It's a first, As yeah. a business, as a rapper, as a, as everything. Everything, dude. He's making movies too for his fucking music. Exactly, dude. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, it's killing it, dude. It's definitely, I, th- I think it was definitely his year, bro. As yeah, far as like, sure independent rappers go you know dom kennedy had that last album and it was dope uh i've always fucked with dom kennedy but i feel like nipsey took the yeah yeah yeah. he took the award for that yeah i feel like dom's gonna come out with something either within like this year that's the thing about dom is he's super patient and like he's never in a rush to put shit out which is always like makes people like us appreciate it and especially coming like we're in california like he makes music for california summertime outside the taco trucks kind of shit yeah if you're not here i understand why people are like i hear people say dom is boring which is wild to me (laughs) but it's like if you were here you would know that that shit ain't boring when we're going to day parties on rooftops and that's (laughs) dom kennedy right yeah Yeah. no doubt for sure and i mean for me definitely those two definitely nipsey was just that was surprising to just see it take off yeah and like not impressive is like because he was rapping he was doing what Nipsey does yeah. to us, but to see the rest of the world gravitate towards it was mm-hmm. definitely impressive but mm-hmm. for me two people one of them is this kid he raps with Boogie he kind of came with that like camp I think he's from Inglewood his name is KB Devon he put out a project called For Me Not You that shit was so impressive to me because it was like this kid that I barely like am listening to he's only got like a thousand followers on Instagram and I was like let me just check out his project because I heard him rapping on like Mm -hmm. Boogie and Epic Must Die another rapper from the west coast I heard him on their tracks and was like yo this is hard like he has like a aggressive voice it almost sounds like J-Rock with that same like urgency that J-Rock raps with but he was talking about something that is totally relatable to like young people whether it be going through relationships and being like Mm -hmm. being a dog to girls which is kind of funny to rap about like now but like I listened to that album and I, I, I don't skip one record on that. Yeah. Like if you guys haven't heard that, I would I haven't heard it now. Because of like I know you guys in like our taste in music, we would all we would all fuck with that. Vibe to it. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And just that new West Coast sound. So that was dope to see and kinda just see like a super young artist, like not even on the come up yet, but still put out like an amazing project like that. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely excited to see what he does next. And then another one just like a very like vibey kind of album was Buddy. Dude from Compton, yeah, he puts out just amazing yeah, music bro. to me, and it's just wild, like hearing his records and like, I feel like you put it on, whoever's in that room is gonna fuck with that music, yeah. even if they don't know who he is. And, like, right. go back to what we were saying, people who need that kind of push from others to kind of like plunge their music into the mainstream. I don't feel like Buddy needs that. No mm. matter who hears his music, yeah, is gonna like it. Yep. It's almost like a like reggae effect like i have never met somebody who doesn't like yeah. reggae mm-hmm. and i haven't met somebody that i've cut buddy's album on and they've been like oh, i'm not really feeling yeah. it like everybody likes it's, it it's like you yeah. said people who ain't rap dude. fans like yeah. it. my girl listens to country she likes it. i could cut those records on and she doesn't want me to change it yeah. so it's like this shit i know that that shit will reach to all kinds of people so that was super impressive to me just seeing him and like He's got some wild music videos. He had, like, Mike Epps in a music video. (laughs) Just, like, crazy shit going on. And, like, 
kids like he went viral because he was crit walking outside of some like yeah that was so funny yeah yeah and that's just like his personality seeing that it in is, just his person than his music huh yeah exactly and then you transition into that music and it's like i could be at world of world or world of on wheels and compton just skating to yeah. his music like that's the kind of music that he makes and it's just very tight and yeah. i think it's dope to see that it almost reminds me of like Pharrell when he yeah. was starting mm. I was just taking to say like that. A, yeah. a really hard turn. And it's almost like he's he's almost I feel like experimental with every track he drops, dude. For sure, they're, they're yeah. different. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not an experimental yeah. album; it's an experimental track. Yeah, after dude, track. after yeah. track, and that's what surprised me more about Buddy, and that's why I, I fucking love his music so much. Even when he goes left field, like with, I think it's called Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's that one song, of my favorite I, I caught myself in the car just vibing out to it. I was like, dude, I'm dancing to this shit right yeah, now. Yeah. And he's talking about a chick, you know? Talking about Rihanna. Yeah, okay, the next yeah, one, like the next one puts in and he's just Ooh, going dude, in. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's hard. hard, bro. That's so hard. I think I got that on episode three, Judge the Game. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that's yeah, that's on there, yeah. That song's amazing. What about you? Well, okay, I don't want to take anything away from J Rock, but like, oh, okay, man. no, no, okay, no, you guys, <laughs> you guys all listen to J Rock, yeah, and like, I did a little bit, but I wasn't mm, okay, too into okay. him. So like, when his album dropped, I was excited. I listened to it, and like, it like blew me away. That shit was so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Even for me as a big fan no, of yeah, him, I agree. It was so much better than Nine Double Five Nine that. I remember seeing Twitter, like, just, like, the, every person I, almost every person I knew was tweeting about, it, and I was like, damn, people are, know J-Rock like this now? Like, <laughs> yeah. what the hell? Like, you know what I mean? J-Rock was f- kind of like Nipsey, yeah. but not as, maybe, yeah. underground, and, um, you know, on the West Coast, but, I mean, he really blew it up. I, I can, I can see Yeah, that. like, every track, like, no skips, I listened to it all, it was yeah. dope. Like, I, I listened to it multiple times, mm-hmm. and, like, especially when it came out, like, like, I was feeling a certain way, and, like, the way he raps and some of the songs, the more aggressive songs and shit, like, kind of took me away from that, and it was, mm-hmm. it was dope. Yeah. And the beat selection was... Yeah. Yeah. Hit yeah. Every, I think that one hit home with everyone, dude. Yeah. Like beat selection. The band oh, yeah. in, in yeah. Win? Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah. That, he didn't... He that complimented didn't so miss, well. Dude. Yeah. I, I feel like J-Rock was always in, like, a weird space coming from TDE, because he was, like, the first person to come out. We saw, like, yeah. when he did that record with Wayne mm-hmm. a long time ago. Yeah. And Follow Me Home, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or... What was it called? Was it Follow Me Home? That was I the album. There's a that was the album. Song. Was the oh, all my, all my, my all, life. Yeah, yeah my, all my life. All my life. Yeah. So, like, that that was wild to us seeing that. And, like, that was, like, our introduction to TDE, I'm sure, for all, all four of us. But when TDE really took off, and, like, we don't even need to mention, like, the, the mm-hmm. magnitude that Kendrick has. Yeah, like, he's yeah, a right. superstar in itself. He's one of the greatest. Mm-hmm. Hands down. You can't, he, you can't deny that. And then on that same label, you got, like, Schoolboy Q, who's, like, the, the rock star of the group. Like, mm-hmm. he reaches all kinds of different outlets and different rap fans and is able to be that, like, that lyricist. And, like, you got dudes like Lord Jamar, who's, like, an old head who hates everything that's yeah. out right now. Yeah. But messes with, like, Groovy Tony and records like that. But then you got kids who are partying who listen to Schoolboy Q, too. Like, he reaches all those areas. Mm-hmm. On that same label, you got Isaiah Rashad, who reaches, like, the backpackers and more, yeah. like, underground rap. Yeah. And he builds a niche. Same with Ab Soul. Like, mm-hmm. all those guys. And J-Rock was, like, this gangster rapper that everyone can, like, recognize as hard and everyone knows as a lyricist, but, yeah. like, isn't really plunged into the mainstream yet. And like you yeah. said, like, scrolling through Twitter was crazy to see, like... Exactly what you said. I didn't know people were messing with you. No, I didn't either. I was like, like it's wild to (laughs) see it. Like, for us to be listening to like TDE back in like 08 when they were filming on like 
music videos on like DSLRs and shit like that. Mm-hmm. To see them now, it's almost like you get like this proud moment. Like, man, I'm so proud of Rock. He's, yeah. he's killing it. Yeah. We don't even know the dude. <laughs> no, but, no. Like, you're still super proud. So, like you said, like that's yeah. why it's. I feel like it's one of the most impressive. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Best, I say best. I know we're gonna get into yeah, it. Yeah, I was gonna say it's, I don't want to. Yeah, 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 that's, that's, I don't that's in my top five as no, well. Yeah, I think I think with him, that was a good one because you know he dropped nine double oh five nine, and that one was dope. I almost felt like people forgot about that album for a minute. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, man, I wonder if they know. Because he got, because at the time he had gone into a car accident, he was supposed to perform yeah. at the observatory. Yeah. Right. And not a lot of people know that, dude. Like, my brother asked me about it, like, oh, have you heard his new album? And I was like, yeah, you know, like, this is obviously it's fucking dope. Yeah. And then he was like, man, like, I can't believe he finally released, like, an album. I was like, bro, like, <laughs> where you been at? Like, he's been, hospital. you know what I mean? Like, he's been releasing here. That's part of why it's really good, too. It's like, retrospective, it's personal. Yeah, like, that song Redemption was pretty deep. Yeah. I mean, he, he yeah. talked about all that. Definitely top five, you know. Yeah, I sure. love that beat on e- uh, East Side Tales. Yeah, dude, with that the little, little the coin slot machine. Oh, like, yeah, like it sounded uh-huh. like you're playing a pinball. And the machine. video, I think uh, Dave Free, the guy who's like their, I think he's like a creative director and yeah. also just like a president of TD. He kills it with those music videos, yeah. and I think it's Dave Free and the Little Homies is like the name yeah. of the company. Man, they fucking kill it every That's single time. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, the Little Homies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the Little Homies. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't know who he is or what he looks like, but I've definitely like, yeah. seen him on every video. That's like that. Those are the people that I look up to. Like, yo, that's what I want to do. Yeah. People that make yeah. it happen. Yeah. They yeah, the right behind right. the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. And like that. you said, as hip hop fans, we all want to be rappers at one point. We yeah, all dude, wanted yeah, to be yeah. a rapper at one point, but yep. it's like. You gotta realize, ain't nobody want to hear our story at yeah. some point. So it's like, I can really do something behind the scenes. And like, I ain't got no story, man. I gotta live a regular ass life. Yeah, exactly. I come from some of the neighborhoods as these guys, but nobody want to hear what I do. I yeah. kept it good. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt, bro. That is interesting. Uh, another artist I wanted to throw in too that kind of had a surprise. I actually kind of heard about it through you. You posted something about Reason, and oh, uh, yeah. he dropped. He had like a couple singles and then he dropped that album. There you have it. Yeah, and I thought was that cool. was a really good that album too. That um, wishing for better days, or yeah. it was just called better days. Yeah. yeah, that track, man, I love that track. And as well as um, drive slow, because mm-hmm. I mean, very few people can kind of yeah. rap on that type of beat. Yeah. And so you kind of put me on to reason. I thought, is he part of TD now too? Yeah, he's part yeah. of TD. What's interesting about that album is it came out a while ago is before it? TDE knew who he was. So I was listening to an interview of his. He put out that album. And that's what got one of the guys, one of the managers, I think he's like school Q's road manager, Keem, had heard of Reason just through like, he was making a buzz in the city. And he heard, listened to that album and was like, yo, this is hard. And then so one of the guys from TDE, Musa, where they like linked up and were like, yo, let's make a project and we'll present it to Top mm. and then show him and hopefully he'll sign you. So they were working on something and they were like, you know what, let's just give him what you already have. That's why all those beats on that album aren't from like TDE producers. They're from like YouTube that he just ripped. Oh yeah, they're all YouTube beats that he just took kind of thing. And they presented it to Top and he was like, "Yeah, I fuck with this like I fuck with this album. Not even just you as an artist, but I really fuck with this album." So then TDE signed him. They took all his records off the line, so he had zero nothing on it. Mm-hmm. He put out that song on, that was on Black Panther's um soundtrack. Oh yeah, yeah. He put out that. People kind of heard about him through there. And then they re-released that album, and it was amazing. Like yeah. it's timely. Like yeah. it, it feels like they just recorded it. So that's that's, that's what's wild. That's wild. Me. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. I've never heard a story about somebody who's ever done something like that. I mean, I'm not too behind the scenes in the music industry, yeah. but like I've never heard somebody have to take off an album and then re-release it through a label. That's crazy, and yeah. it have that that reach that it had. Yeah. Well, maybe they were like, we really fuck with this, and most out al- most labels they'll ma- they'll like 
make you put out an album like in a time frame yeah and it's uh-huh. kind of i guess like designer you know everyone liked yeah. that song and then like he got signed and he released an album i think but it was like it was trash no, because like <laughs> they made him put it out yeah and it was kind of rushed so that's mm-hmm. kind of cool that they they're like this is good we fuck with this like we'll release it yeah know, put uh-huh. it on our label and td i feel like takes a very long time developing their artists <laughs> and they're very strategic like who's releasing and like they got it mapped out like it the works, year prior yeah i saw a top say something the other day it was like he posted the grammy nominations and was like remember this was a light year for tde wait till 2019 i was yeah. like damn man yeah and they have such so, they have so much talent i mean just signing like reason like it just adds to like you know you feel it almost feels like a super team kind of yeah. like oh, related yeah. to sports you know yeah. they have kendrick schoolboy and every, they have all these different niches too like you just kind of yeah. touched on them earlier so like props to tde if i'm finding like really some of the like most up and coming like rap talent not even just rap but like you said SZA too yeah kind of branching off Lance yeah. Skywalker as well mm-hmm. yeah. so, I mean they have all kinds of Zachary different... kid mm-hmm. they have did all... you see uh... that, that kid's dope dude yeah Zachary did you see J.I.D he was doing an interview and he said something about how he wants to get Dreamville to like step to TDE just on some rap shit yeah, not like yeah, real yeah. beef but like he just wanted to like go bar for bar with him I think that would be crazy that would yeah, be dude. fun that would be watch. like a That'd phenomenal moment in hip hop yeah. hell yeah and it's crazy dude cause if you like if you were to line them up <laughs> like, it's almost like the same exact thing yeah, right? you got yeah. Ari Lennox singing you know mm-hmm. SZA mm-hmm. you got Omen that might be able to go out like Absol cause they're, mm-hmm. they're both on that woke conscious type rap and then you got uh, J.I.D obviously like you kind of picture him going with like someone like maybe Kendrick you know yeah cause, cause they kind of have that like fast that like, fast yeah, rap that yeah. fast rap but I you know? think we gotta see but Kendrick, I think Kendrick yeah, yeah of course yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah no doubt that's why I was like maybe Kendrick but um, I think J.I.D. would probably you know be able to go with like J-Rock or like uh, mm-hmm. probably like, Rock like yeah exactly yeah but for sure Cole Kendrick dude I mean they yeah. dropped that Black Friday and they both snapped, you know. I guess causes on Dream biggest though, right? team. Yeah, causes yeah, on Cause and J Rock would be nice. Yeah, that one would yeah. be nice too. Yeah, because they're gonna, both from like front. the same. I'm a both... TDE head, so I think J Rock would wash cause, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like but, but it'd be hard. It yeah, would be yeah. hard. Like, yeah, it would be washed to us because we love rap and we love seeing people go yeah. at it. But to everybody else, it would just be like, yo, like that was hard. Yeah, yeah it, it does feel. Hard. It does have that like bad boy. Who do you think had the had the better Black Friday song? Going back to two years uh, ago, yeah. three years ago, was it? I don't know, it might have been even It was like three, yeah, like before. Uh, 2015-ish? It depends what way you look at it, man. Uh, I think... <laughs> That's a hot take. <laughs> it is a hot take. <laughs> they, lyrically-wise, I think Kendrick took Killed the bag. It. Yeah. But I think flow-wise, and just, you know, kind of surprised me, honestly, was J. Cole's. Yeah. Yeah, J. Cole, because, I, dude, I'm a huge Kendrick fan. I love J. Cole, but mm-hmm. lyrically-wise and just artistry-wise, like, Kendrick is... In his bag, because I think "All Right" was a harder beat to freestyle on. That's like, true. I was thinking exactly. like "All yeah, Right," in on the that. "All Right" beat was kind of like made yep. for Kendrick, mm-hmm. and like Kendrick adapted with it. So like the fact that Cole can hop That's on that point. track, or uh, what he with Fire Squad, or was yeah, it Fire a, Squad, yeah. yeah, yeah, Fire Squad is the beat that he no, it wasn't Fire Squad. It was a uh, t- Tale of Two Cities. Oh yeah, Tale of Two Cities. Tale of Two Cities. That was something to go in on. That's a hard beat that like almost anyone can go in. So Kendrick like took full advantage of that. So I I feel like J Cole, like you said, he rapped on the harder beat and still made it hard. And it's like. Because, I, I mean, would, a lot of the music that Kendrick makes, I don't ever see anyone hop on it. No. Yeah. I'm like, oh, dude, if you yeah, hop yeah, on yeah. it, you fuck the track up, dude. <laughs> yeah. So no, that's why sure. I was kind of scared, bro. As a J. Cole fan, I was like, damn. No, just, like, oh, I don't know if I want to listen to it. But back to, like, Black Friday. I was I was torn between the two, but 
like you said, like Kendrick had that advantage of rapping on a hard beat, and he was doing that like crying shit at the end. Like, mm. When I was like, yo, yeah, I gotta give it to Kendrick for that because yeah, that fool yeah. was just wild. Like he, I feel like he's like damn near like a sociopath talking to himself, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like, but it's so hard hearing it on record, and it's just like, damn, this fool just goes in. But that was that was dope to see, which I think would be crazy to see Dreamville and TDE kind of go at it. I'd love just to see that, fun. man. Yeah, that would be because both of them are kind of killing it this year, even like. Dreamville, they've been putting out albums with Earth Gang, Cause, Boz, yeah, Earth Gang, JID. Wow. We didn't even get to talk about his, but I feel like JID, DiCaprio 2 was a really good album too. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of heard it about JID from a couple friends. I listened to a little bit of his last album, and then, and then DiCaprio 2, I mean, the, you mean he took a, a leap. He didn't just take small steps, he took yeah. a huge leap, yeah. and it really advanced his game in that album. Yeah, dude. People started comparing him like better than Jake Cole and shit. That's when I was like, okay, <laughs> this, this, this dude's, you know. Like you said, he made a big leap, bro. Yeah. Like, like just even watching, like, uh, going to Boz's show, because, like, you know, I've been following Dreamville for a minute. Just going to their shows, they're, they're small, but seeing people like J.I.D. and Earth Gang open up for them, and I'm just like, I don't really know much about them. Mm-hmm. But then hearing them live, it's like, fuck, you know, it kind of, like, it kind of pushes you more towards their music, because you heard it live, and then when you hear it in the, in the radio or stereo, it's like, yeah. Man, it's like, different. Like, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Not every good uh, artist is a, a live performer, and not yeah. every good live performer is a good studio artist. That Moving is. on to the next category, we can just go right into the top five albums, you know, each person had Ooh. for a year. I don't think you've gotten to start, JJ, so we'll go ahead and start with you. <laughs> All right, um, I don't know if I can name five, but I'll give you... <laughs> All right, just I'll, projects, yeah. I really like Earl, Earl Sweatshirt's album, because that's more of, like, my style. Mm-hmm. And, like, like a lot of people were mad, because it's, it's, like, only 25 minutes long. Mm-hmm. But I, I think he said it. He's like, just it's only twenty five minutes. Just run it back, and yeah. like that's what I've been doing. Like, <laughs> no, fuck just run it back. Yeah, it's like a quick game of pickup basketball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so like I'll I'll play it like getting ready or something, and then like I'll get in the, I'll just like have it on loop, and it's like I don't know. It's really cool to me. It's like really it's cohesive, it's organic. It's like a different sound than when people are used to. Even though there's like a whole underground wave of that kind of sound, but he's mm-hmm. kind of bringing it to light, which is cool. J Rock, obviously. That was super dope. We can all agree on that. Astro World, the whole concept with that, yeah. definitely a concept album. You know, he's like Travis Scott's pretty mainstream, but he does have his own style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. And, and the production on the album was dope too. Yeah, I mean, he works with Mike Dean. Mike Dean is dope. Yeah, yeah. And like the way they use the distortion and they they make like I said, it's mainstream, but like his style is dirty. It's like raw. Like mm-hmm. I think that's that's super dope. I don't know. Yeah, I can't really think of it. I, I don't like being put, put on the spot like that. No, you're good. <laughs> but, like, those ones for me, like, those are really memorable. I can I can definitely say those are my top hip-hop-wise. For me, I would say definitely number one is Redemption. Mm-hmm. Just because... And I would say Redemption just because it never left my rotation. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy because, like, as we were saying earlier, like, so much music has come out this year. So for songs to stay in your rotation is is, like... It shows like yeah. how great that album must have been, and that was kind of my gripe—not even the gripe, but just like my issue with some of like the Kanye albums. They were amazing. Oh, like Ye was amazing. Yeah, I left out all those. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kids see ghosts. Like, yeah, amazing. okay, yeah. I, I don't know. I can't think. Kids <laughs> see ghosts. That was that was great. Yeah, yeah. And, um, obviously Pusha T. Like, I was, I was Daytona. Super, yeah, I was so excited yeah. for that one, and I didn't know what to expect at all. Yeah. But I just heard Kanye Pusha yeah. T, and then like I remember being on Twitter. 
and everyone was freaking out because like they were they were doing the live stream of the listening party. Yeah, yeah that was that was. And dope. then like I heard a snippet of one of them, and I was just like, "Holy shit!" Like I can't wait to hear Probably this. Fourth yeah. Dimension. Yeah. Fourth Dimension. Seeing that snippet was wild. I was like, "I'm ready for this album." That was like the Nas one too, because I, I I like Adam and Eve off that yeah that album, yeah. and I remember um, seeing it on Twitter. Like someone had a snippet of when they were playing it. I'm like, I gotta hear this. Yeah. My issue with Nas, I don't want to go back, but my issue with Nas was I know he stopped working on an album to do that one with Kanye and I heard like little songs and records that he did while he was working on that album that he was originally going to do and that was amazing I don't know yeah. if you heard Swiss Beats album and he put him on there yeah. there's a record with him on there and that's fucking immaculate yeah, that's dude. Nas to me so I was kind of mad that you know he stopped that to do that thing with Kanye I really like that whole concept though like yeah. a lot of people were mad at it they're like how can you call this an album but I like the concept. So, the seven tracks? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Maybe the business side of it, mm -hmm. like calling it an album. But, like. Oh, the EP and yeah, the album. But, and but like, yeah. um, I mean, there's no rules. No, there isn't. Just, like, I don't know why people think it has to be 15 songs or why you're going to get mad that it's only seven. Yeah. But he was also working on all those probably at the same time. Yeah, yeah Kanye? Yeah. The, like, the quality of all oh, of yeah. them is crazy. They were definitely all, locked in in some random. Even Taylor yeah. Taylor. Like, that one has yeah, that's crazy hard. beats on it. Yeah, yeah. and the samples he used on everyone from Daytona to, to uh, Nazir and to mm -hmm. yeah. Kids See Ghosts. I mean, they were so, ver like, wide range. They're all different, yeah. too. They're, yeah. all, they're not, like... Yeah. They're not all the same. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he style, he, he was like, putting he, in work. Yeah. During that time. But yeah, my, so that was back to what I was saying. Uh, <laughs> Redemption was number one. We're gonna banter because we love rap this much, so we just go off. But Redemption number one, number two was Daytona because mm -hmm. Daytona was just hard, and I could listen to that like not only just all the way through, but I could just loop it and listen to it again and again yeah. and again. The games we play is probably one of the hardest Oof, beats yeah, of yeah. this year. I fucking love that song. Yeah. So definitely Daytona is number two. I would say Victory Lap is number three. Yeah. Just because, again, the, the reach that he had this time and kind of the influence that it had. Um, what's my number four? Damn. I got a list of everything. Oh, Meek. Meek, oh. definitely number four. Championships Oh, that's hard, right. It man. came out, what, last week? That came yeah. out last yeah. week. That flip that they did with the Phil Collins song, that yeah. was crazy. The whole Jay-Z thing was crazy. Jay-Z snapped on that. Jay-Z snapped on that. <laughs> That was oh, wild, man. seeing people interpret it and like him try to put out a disclaimer, but still, like the second line yeah. he didn't really explain, which is even yeah. wilder than what he said the first half. That was crazy, so I got to give that to Meek. And then, what was that? That was number four? Number five, I would go with, I'm surprised you didn't say it, Fetty. Oh, okay. Freddie Gibbs uh, yes, and Currency. Yeah, I'm saying I can't Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that That's one, why I write it down. Yeah. That one was crazy. That yeah. one was hard. That first intro was fucking crazy. Alchemist is wild. Yeah. Mm. Oh, just yeah. He, got it down. What he does. Really yeah. good producer. He's great at what he does. So that entire album was, was killer to me. But, I mean, it, we could go on to a top too, 20 because there, yeah. there was a lot of... There was that many good projects this year. Yeah. You honestly yeah. named like four out of my five, dog. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking about switching it up. <laughs> yeah, in my head, I'm like, damn, I got to come correct now. Hold on. I got a list of a gang of people that came up. Nah, but honestly, dude, all those projects definitely, I think, universally should be and, and could be top five, dude. Especially, you know, like that. Maybe that last one, Fetty, like not a lot of people might not know about it, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because... Uh -huh. Because I think Currency, a lot of people know about him, even though he's still technically underground, I guess you yeah. could say. 
But he's definitely got his own like audience, you know. Yeah. He's huge. It's definitely like a hip hop head album. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. That's for why. Sure. And I honestly forgot about that album. Yeah, like like mm-hmm. I I listened to it, but I forgot to put it on my top five. Yeah, right yeah. now they mentioned it. I'm like, damn, that's a good one. <laughs> Even no. Alchemist just released a project too. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, he had like Rock Marciano on there, and it, he had yeah. Earl Sweatshirt yeah, too. Dude. Yeah, he had Earl Sweatshirt on that one too. But yeah. I like his 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 format where he does the songs and then does the instrumentals right yeah. after. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That dude's dope, bro. Alchemist, fuck, dude. Even when he dropped Cover Coop with a yeah currency, yeah. that's uh-huh. when I was like, oh, yeah. dude, this was a legend already. Yeah. But it's uh, cool too. They they like they know what works with them. The yeah. rappers uh-huh. and mm-hmm. they can. Just... I feel they gotta be sitting in the studio together, dude. Like, yeah. I, I, maybe some of them he's probably just producing. Like he, he's like, all right, here, currency, I'm gonna shoot it to him. But there's got to be, like, a lot of them where they're just in the studio sitting and he's like, all right, I want this to be laid out like this. Yeah. My verse is right here, like, dropping the hats, like, something, you know? Yeah. Because this is too perfect, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, man, like, the samples he uses, like, it's just yelling Currency's name all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, kind of like, uh, what's the other dude's name? Uh, I always forget his name, the the producer. He, he made music with, like, French Montana and um, Currency. I think he's got a couple with uh, Freddie Gibbs, too. Harry Fry. Harry Fry. Yeah. Mm. That guy's yeah. insane too, yeah. bro. Yeah. Oh, man. Have you seen a picture of him? <laughs> yeah, that dude, he looks like a freaking like college boy, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. with the yeah. nappy ass hair. Just... <laughs> nah, that guy's That's he's sick, dude. Mm-hmm. When, I I, like... when I first saw him, I was like, this guy's producing this shit, dude. Like, what the fuck? Dude, I forgot to mention Action Bronson. White Bronco. Oh, White Bronco. Oh, White okay. Bronco. Yeah. That one was dope, nice. too. Dude, he's so fun to listen to. He's funny as I feel like I was... <laughs> I know he did... He's doing a Scorsese movie, right? Who? Uh, Action Bronson, Bronson. He's is? in the next really? Scorsese movie oh, It's shit. about like I think it's like, called The Irishman And it's got like Robert De Niro And like Al Pacino in oh, it. And it's a Scorsese movie Damn. Which is wild And Scorsese's yeah. like The greatest to me at yeah. least. Makes sense that he'd be On that movie I could definitely and, Hear him over there For sure yeah <laughs> And like Hearing that album I don't know what One of the samples was I wanted to dig it up Because I'm free I'm slipping my mind Right now But I felt like I was listening to Like a mafia like mm. instrumental and I was yeah. like yo this is hard like, yeah this he has a pretty good ear movie. for what he yeah what he's rapping on mm-hmm. definitely yeah speaking of movies we haven't even mentioned it too but the whole Black Panther studio <laughs> yeah. album like, I love that album. I know it's not like a, an individual artist I know yeah. Kendrick Lamar produced it but there were so many artists that hopped in but I mean that was a really yeah. well done album because it had so many different type of, you know, had Sway Lee on that one track with uh, mm-hmm. Khalid. Oh yeah, that um, was dope. The Ways, um, they had that song with Schoolboy and Vince Staples. Yeah. They had that song with um, J-Rock and King's Dead, and you had the whole weird future ver- verse. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you mean it had so many different aspects. You had, I love that collaboration of Ab Soul and Anderson Pac. Oh yeah. That was a really good on Bloody nice. Waters. Like I, that whole. That was flow. one you didn't know you needed, but when you heard it, I was like, I needed <laughs> this like, collaboration. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want to see more of that going and we forward. We mentioned Anderson Pack too. Yeah, oh, Oxnard. Oxnard. Yeah. To me, Oxnard it's didn't about live up. Four-hour podcast. I, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna keep talking about. This. To me, Oxnard oh. though didn't didn't do it for me as as Malibu yeah. did. I think oh. Malibu was still a little bit higher. Ox, I wasn't bad. Like I said, it was just. I guess I don't know if I'd throw it disappointing because it was still good. I I can listen to it all the way through. But I just didn't like it as much as I did um, Malibu, his last album. Yeah. Have you guys heard mm. No Worries? It's mm-hmm. like him and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Dope, knowledge. Knowledge, right. Knowledge. Yeah, like, I feel like those guys are like made for each other. H.A.M. Oh, yeah. is yeah. one of my favorite yeah. songs. Oh, yeah. H.A.M. <laughs> That's a very funny concept know, on that yeah. record, but it's hilarious. <laughs> it's dope just, as hell. Yeah. But yeah, man. 
so much good music oh, came out this a year. A lot, bro. Yeah. I, we like we couldn't even you couldn't even listen to everything that came out. Usually no. I try to like stay in the in the cut and like listen to every record that comes out just so I can like form some opinion about it, but there was yeah. no way. Nah, dude. We, there's so many dudes in New hours, York bro. who came out. Yeah. Just wild ass MCs. I, I feel like I listened to everything that came out on this side of the coast though. Of like, course. I definitely yeah. wanted to pay attention mm-hmm. to that. And there's a lot of new kids who are like in that like early TDE phase where they're like kind of experimenting and you see them running around the city still but like yeah. but nah it, it, it was a crazy year for sure definitely bro I really like Vince Sable's album too uh, FM yeah. we haven't even yeah. talked, talked about that yeah. one yeah. we talked about it a little bit yeah, earlier yeah. but it has that kind of radio feel I like <laughs> I like the whole concept with Big Boy he got Big Boy and the yeah. whole crew up in the that was really cool and yeah, like he premiered like a Tiger song on there. That yeah. was wild to oh, me. Yeah. Like, hearing that, I was like, "Yo, it is like Vince's verse coming yeah, in," but it didn't. And I was like, "I fuck with that though." Like he really premiered a song like it was a radio station. That yeah, was wild it was to totally me. different than anything else. Yeah, and like the winning tickets to go see I forget what the artist they were talking about on there. Yeah. But like it was just hilarious to see yeah. those kids. It's cool. They did the seven 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 game that they do on there. Oh yeah, that yeah. was, that was awesome. fun yeah, too. I'm like, Yo, this is this is dope, man. The yeah, there were just you could that. tell like Vince just. Completely had fun with that on. on yeah, oh, yeah for sure. For big sure. boy and all his crew kind of hop on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Back to Black Panther, I just wanted to say, I feel like Q had like the best line of 2018 with the whole, not even Kendrick Lamar can humble me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, when I heard that, I was like, yo, that is wild. <laughs> yeah. Only Q can pull that off. Oh, right. Yeah. Only Q can pull that off. To say some shit like that, he's like the... the if Kendrick was the angel on your shoulder, Q, Schoolboy Q is definitely yeah. the devil. Yeah, He's talking yeah. that talk. <laughs> and that's exactly oh, what it was. Kendrick I puts out this entire concept yeah. album. Kendrick is conscious, woke, everything. Yeah. He Q saying, get the fuck out of here yeah. with that. I made 100 mil a week. I'm going to say it. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. say it with my chest out. That was definitely dope. Another album, too, we didn't even get to talk about much, is J. Cole's. You guys, uh, K.O.D., I like that one album a lot, too. Yeah. Was, like going on that theme of woke and all that stuff. Man, he he really touches on some deep shit. I love mm-hmm. that uh, Kevin's Hart album because it really just mm-hmm. talks about like temptation and like. Yeah. Or there's another one too. He has a photograph where. Yeah. He, you oh, know, he's talking cool. about scrolling through a girl's Instagram yeah. and kind of like yeah. being tempted to DM her. It's like you mean like that's kind of like some real like stuff that people go through. Yeah, sure, it's you nice know? to cut on. I like that album. That one was disappointing for, sure. for me, dog. Yeah. yeah. I think I think you know as a J Cole obviously fan, um, that one was disappointing for me. There was like three, four tracks that I could bang out, you know, like uh, Photograph, the Kevin Hart's one. Um, ATM. One. ATM, yeah, right. yeah. I can't bang that out for some reason. No? Really? I try, yeah, but I can't. That's like one of my favorite ones, honestly. Yeah. But like album-wise itself, I don't know, it almost felt like he just compiled a bunch of singles that he had like mm. okay. in the cut and he was like, alright, I'm just drop an album. Like, you know, yeah. these people want an album. Like, I don't know, I like I like albums that flow. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you know, like, they yeah. have a concept like a almost. Theme. Yeah, and I, I know that his whole thing was like kids on drugs, but I don't really felt like, like, just knowing him, you know, for so long, like as an artist, I don't like it didn't really hit home for me. It mm-hmm. was just kind of like one of those where I was like, he just threw tracks in, you know, just yeah. to drop an album. Um, but yeah, obviously I was excited for it, you know. Yeah, but, how'd you yeah. feel about his little pump disc or his response to little pumps, little pumps disc? Nineteen eighty five. Oh yeah, I that thought that was hard. dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. That one was hard. Yeah, yeah that one was hard. I mean, there was no competition on yeah, ever. You know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
We but, weren't expecting a rebuttal. Yeah, we could have honestly sure. just came out and said a bunch of random shit. Yeah. 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 I still would have been like, yo, he killed it, you know? Yeah. But the fact that he actually came at him, I was like, ah, that's it. Like, this dude, I thought his career was going to end, but out. then he did the whole interview with him. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. Like, I, don't, I didn't get what he was going movie. after. Yeah, dude. It was like super that. corny. You yeah. can tell, like, Lil Pump is still 17. And, like, yeah, yeah. And that way so of mind. Was like, I think they should have just stayed separated. Yeah. yeah. And Lil Pump didn't necessarily have a problem with him. He was just being a wild 17-year-old. Yeah. yeah. We all were. We said some crazy shit about, like, rap legends who yeah. used to have these conversations in high school. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not even going to bring up because we was on some wild <laughs> yeah. stuff. No. Saying wild things about some of the legends. So it's like, that's just what kids do. And it should have yeah. stayed separated. Yeah. And honestly, it bothers me. That- how corny this like J. Cole could be sometimes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> He's oh, a yeah. corny motherfucker. He can. Like, I, I want this fool to like my my wish is for him to just come out, say what he feels like and have like no guilt. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? But I felt like him doing that was just like My bad. Yeah, you, exactly. Like, 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 I was like, bro, come uh-huh. on, dude. Yeah, like, that know. really like, pissed stick, me off. I stick was like, by hey, your guns. I think, go, dude. I think Cole needs his damn. Yeah, exactly. Oh, because yeah. Kendrick yeah. came with To Pimp a Butterfly, which to a lot of people and probably to us is an amazing album. Yeah, yeah. And it's great, but it That's didn't resonate. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because yeah. the production on it, we love it. Yeah. But a lot of people outside of like our circle, it doesn't resonate with them. And they're mm-hmm. like, eh, I like Good Kid, Mad City, or I like Section 80. They go back to that stuff, which is fine, too, because those are amazing albums, too. But I feel like Kendrick had that moment. He put out... Uh, to pimp a butterfly oh. and then by the time damn came i feel like kendrick was mad at the rap yeah, and mm-hmm. was like all right you want this shit let me remind you that i can do yeah. this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah and i feel like cole can come with that and yeah, when right. Cole comes with that everyone's it's gonna be an undeniably good album yeah, yeah you because... can have people in the rap world right now who are like yeah kod's all right that's how i almost like i am i'm like yeah, yeah it's a good album i'm not gonna deny his skill but I'm not playing it back a bunch of times. No. Yeah. But I know Cole can come with something that's going to get people like me to be like, yo, this is an amazing album. Yeah. And, and I, I think, think it's, he needs that. And I think it's because 2014 Forest Hills Drive was such like a classic mm-hmm. for him. Then he went to Four Your Eyes Only. And that was like a concept album like dedicated to someone. It wasn't meant to be hard. Mm-hmm. So everyone kind of like, you know, brushed it. But it didn't stay on a lot of people's. I Even I don't play it that much. You know what I'm saying? And then KOD, same thing. It didn't live up to that same like bar that 2014 Forest Hills Drive yeah, put up. I feel you. So like you said, I think he kind of needs a damn album type album mm-hmm. um, where he goes back to that mm-hmm. and kind of puts himself back at the top or whatever yeah. you want to say. I, I, I don't yeah, know. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Goes back to that sound but makes it a hundred times better. Exactly. Because yeah. he's he's an artist that progresses every single album. Mm-hmm. Even if yeah. you don't like that album, you see the progression. Yeah, of course. Definitely needs that that version of his. Going back to another diss track, how did you feel, guys, about the Pusha T going back and forth with Drake? <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get into Pusha T's and Drake's back and forth, I didn't even get to give you my top five albums of 2018. And like Vince said, it's because we love hip hop and this art form so much that we keep jumping back and forth from different topics, different topic here on this episode. But before we get into that next topic, let me go ahead and give you my top five real quick. Coming in at number five, I have Nazir. Unlike the other cats I had on the show, I really like the collaboration of Kanye and Nas. I thought Kanye's beats were hard, Nas's verse were hard, Cop Shot the Kid is probably one of my favorite, but I loved White Label, Adam and Eve, Bon Jour even. I thought it was a really good album, well put together. Number four, Boz, Milky Way. Like I said earlier, I really love this album and I really didn't know much about Boz before this album, but Infinity, Fragrance, PDA, Sanufa, there's a couple other tracks, Barack Obama Special, Boca Raton. I mean, he had a lot of good tracks on that. And like Vince said earlier, too, about some other albums, it never really left my rotation. And that, that one's an album I can listen to all the way through. 
Coming in at number three, we talked about a lot, Victory Lap by Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey has such an underground style, and for him to, his style to kind of resonate and catch the mainstream waves, and for him to be graminated for a nominee, it's pretty impressive. He comes in at number three, his album comes in at number three. J. Cole, K.O.D., he comes in at number two. Honestly, I love that album. Jesus said kids on drugs for the title, but I interpreted it as kill our demons. Because I think that's what a lot of his tracks are about. The demons that we face today as a society and sometimes don't want to admit. At number one, of course, we talked about it so much, so there's no need to go into it too much. Redemption by J-Rock. Man, I love that album. I love J-Rock. It was a deep personal album. But we'll go ahead and jump right back into the conversation at hand. Going back to another diss track, how did you feel, guys, about the Pusha T going back and forth with Drake? The whole Duffy freestyle and the story of the Dighton. Yeah, the story of the Dighton. We needed that. We yeah. Needed that, that was so much fun as a hip hop fan. Yeah. Uh -huh. It was so and, weird how it ended so quickly, though. Oh, yeah. Like it yeah, happened, and then I felt like it disappeared. And I was he like, didn't want the problem. <laughs> Drake didn't want that problem. But there was definitely someone like calling shots like in the upper. J like, Prince? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Prince. Right, yeah. He was like making full calls and shit. Man, I wanted that to go on forever, bro. Yeah, I, yeah, I was like, I just want to sure. see Push I, I love Drake, Drake, bro. Drake doesn't need that, you know? No, no he doesn't. I, I think bro. people... people, But he they, needs to be humble, though, bro. Like, they do. I like Drake. I fuck with Drake. Like an untouchable Drake. pedestal. But, yeah, they put him on, like, this untouchable pedestal. And when he was was beefing with Meek, I was like, I was mad at Meek because I was like, Meek's a battle rapper. Yeah. yeah. He should have bodied him. And he shied away. And he shied away. And I didn't get... Again, I don't know if it was a behind-the-scenes call yeah. or what it was. I know Meek just recently did, he was on a Funk Flex, and he did a freestyle. Mm -hmm. And he rapped over, um, what's the name of that song? That Back to Back. Oh, oh yeah. He rapped yeah, over Back yeah. to Back. He and it killed was it. I heard that he one. He killed yeah. it. Yeah. I heard that one. And so, just like seeing how Meek is, even when he did War Ready with uh, O'Malley, mm. when they, oh, dissed, yeah. Yeah. they dissed Drake like a year later. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> people were like, yo, this is hard, but you should have put it out. Yeah. A while ago, mm -hmm. and so when I heard him with Pusha, and I know Pusha can rap, but I didn't know Pusha could do that. No, yeah, I didn't. I was, no. Like, I was like, "Damn, this is gonna be nice." Yeah, and Drake calculated just, too. I just, yeah, he's definitely calculated. He put that shit out. He told us at the end, yeah. just wait, like snip, snip. He was like, "I'm cutting it open with this one." That's exactly what he did. That's so he knew funny, Drake was though. gonna drop, and then he came with something again and just bodied it. And it I like, heard he like messed up his his money on that track because. He was supposed to have a collab with Adidas. And yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I heard he messed up his money with that. I was <laughs> he like, up his bag. Yeah, dude. he did all that shit. He exposed oh, him before man. Drake had a chance yeah. to tell us about his son. And just yeah, it was just wild to me. Because lyrically wise, I don't really think that Pusher really like did much damage as far as like bar yeah. to bar. bar yeah. But just what he was saying was just yeah. insane. Damaging. Like, so yeah, much more damaging. exposing. Talking yeah. about forty and his. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> was wild. People were butthurt about yeah. that. Yeah. But then you go back to Bach talking here, about bro. you know sickle cell, sickle cell anemia. Yeah. And like that. <laughs> I'll make sure my fofo make sure all y'all kids don't grow. That's wild to say. <laughs> That's so that was hilarious, though. He's like, that boy is sick. <laughs> yeah, that boy, that boy is sick. Oh. But, like, Pusha seeing, like, we knew he was a legend before him yeah, coming out with that. We knew, shit. like, what he did for his city and, like, the name that he built for himself and, like, yeah. how solidified he is. But one thing that was wild to me was I saw that Drake put out, like, he put up 100000 for somebody from Pusha's city 
to say something about him. Like, mm-hmm. yo, give me some information about him so I can use yeah. it. He put up 100000 And I'm sure there's shit out there about pushing oh, that yeah, somebody yeah. could have taken. Nobody from his city yeah. brought it. Snitch, yeah. Nobody wanted that 100000 no. That says something about Pusha. And that's mm-hmm. why I was like, you can't fuck with Pusha. Yeah. If yeah. you can put out 100000 yeah. on somebody's head and not get nothing, you're not going to be able to go bar. And it's crazy, dude, because... I thought about Meek Mill like that too in like Philly, you know what I mean? I was yeah, like, he solidified. Yeah, I was like, man, he's got you know the whole gangs out there, the bike gangs, whatnot, and he's just like, he's a street legend in my eyes and in he, Philly. He didn't use it, and he didn't use it. And I was like, when Drake came at him, like I'm not at the time I wasn't a huge Meek fan. I was like, whatever about him, you know? Right. Like I wasn't in his music, but when he dissed Meek, I was like, oh dude, like you're gonna get clapped so hard. Yeah. Bro. Mm-hmm. Like, and he didn't come at him, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And like you said, when he finally did, it was like. Like we're over late. it, you know. Yeah. What I mean? yeah. And not only that, then Drake started like fucking embarrassing him at every of his shows, yeah. like, putting up videos and this and that. I was like, yo, how's this fool still alive right now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for real. It was, was like, like a new wave of beef that we yeah, saw. Dude. Like this, like I don't want to say it's childish because I don't want to take that away from Drake. It was He's like obviously censored. good at beef, mm-hmm. but it was like this weird like high school shit that Drake was coming yeah. with. It wasn't like going at each other's necks, which is what like the beef that we're used to coming off of like. The one prior to that was 50 in game. Yeah. And I was trying to hurt each other. Yeah. 50 and Rick Ross. I think he put out a sex tape with Rick Ross's baby mom or some <laughs> oh shit like that. 50's wild. Yeah, so yeah. Like, that shit was wild, wild to us. So to see, like, let me throw up some screenshots and get people to laugh at you was like, all right, I don't know if I could vibe with this, but I can't deny that Drake's, that, Drake's nice with his beefs. Yeah. yeah. It's that new generation because he probably got, like, he's probably got, like, mad kids in attendance. Yeah, you know? exactly. And they were vibing exactly. out with that and taking videos. Like, oh, like, yeah. put his phone blast. Like, you want that shit. And when yeah. Drake even said to Pusha, or I think Jay Prince was like, Drake has a record that would end Pusha's career. Mm-hmm. And to see Pusha be like, put it out then. Was <laughs> like, like, that's what it was like. Okay, like, Pusha's unfuckwittable because yeah. even no matter, he knows that whatever you have on him, he's going to have something nice back. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's one of those MCs. Pusha, I think, catapulted himself into that, like, untouchable category. Yeah. Oh, like, you see, going. nobody's going to touch Kendrick. Nobody's going to touch Hove when it yeah. comes to beef. Nobody's yeah. going to touch those three. That's the thing about Hove, dude. A lot of people forget. How that he could he could fucking diss the mm, life out yeah, of you, bro. Like, yeah, like he makes that nice records, but he makes even nicer diss records. Yeah, and to still have a career after Ether, yeah, is dude. wild. Like yeah. <laughs> Ether should have ended. Yeah, yet. dude. And oh. to, so that shows his lyrical ability to still be able to be a superstar, even yeah. coming off of something like that. Even though none of us, I don't think, we're even all the dudes. Paying attention they're to more than rappers, though. You know. Yeah, for sure. You, you want to see yes men around you, you're gonna get bodied eventually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bro, exactly. Somebody bro. tell you, yeah, you could go at him, you're gonna get. But damn, bro, it's just like just do it, dude. Who gives a fuck? Like, yeah, just go. You want to see it. yes men around you, you're gonna get bodied eventually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bro, exactly. Somebody bro. tell you, yeah, you could go at him, you're gonna get. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why I'm I saying, think, dude, Drake's I love Tory gotta be Lanes. Humbled, bro. Tory Lanez would have got hurt if he went against Kendrick or Cole. Oh yeah, he was yeah. So it was like him going against Jordan Lucas that was nice that yeah, was, that was nice. Yeah, I enjoyed that yeah. but when he was talking I was like okay Tori <laughs> get out your car <laughs> man out for it. you out wilding for it. out right now and I followed Tori for, sure. for a minute too like I, I, I'd say I, I'm a Tori fan you know what I mean yeah. I like his music um, so I know that he could rap when, yeah. when people were like oh, like you're not gonna beat Joyner like, I saw the possibility because mm-hmm. I know that he could come at people you know mm-hmm. like he's, he's a dope ass fucking uh, freestylist but uh yeah, when he started mentioning like Kendrick and J. Cole, it's like, yo, yeah, just stop. Pipe yeah. down, dog. Chill. <laughs> you don't want that. Down, bro. Just Chill stop. For a second. Kick back, man. Kick back. You come at Joyner, come at Meek, whatever, you know, but stop with Kendrick, dog. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a bar, bro. Yeah. Can I ask a random question? Sure. I know we're going to go on for hours and hours. 
Did you guys listen to the, uh, did you say I see mid-90s, Jonah Hill's movie? Oh, yeah. 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 I, you saw it? I saw it. It was nice? It was alright. It. it was alright? You haven't seen it yet? Uh-uh. It was alright. But what I did pay attention to was the soundtrack. It was yeah. great. That was an amazing yeah. soundtrack. Really good soundtrack. Really good. And I almost wanted to be, I almost wanted to get Jonah Hill the fuck out of here. I wanted to be like, man, get out of here. You don't, like, yeah. but to hear him in some of the interviews, I was like, okay, this dude's really, he yeah. really did it. I hate the term, but he did it for the culture. Yeah. And yeah. it was nice to see, so I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, you out. wouldn't expect that from him. Yeah. But no, like, you I definitely not. I definitely respect him a lot. A lot more, yeah, yeah for sure. For I sure. didn't, I think that I never was too invested in skater culture or like skating yeah. and stuff like that. So I, I didn't relate with it as much. Maybe that's why I wasn't a big fan mm-hmm. of it. I think like some of the shots were cool and like his angles and everything. And, and like you said, the soundtrack was really nice. But as far as the movie, it was like, eh, it was yeah. an all right movie yeah. for me. I haven't seen the movie, but I did like the fact that he gave those kids like, he brought those kids in. Yeah. yeah. Like that dude who was running with Odd Future. That's yeah. what I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. What's his name? Like Nikel. Nikel? Yeah. yeah. Seeing him be able to be on a movie was like wild to yeah, me. Yeah, he's and pretty... Like, he, he's the like, dudes from Illegal Civ, like yeah. they were on there. So that was dope. I and liked then, his backstory about the movie because he was talking about how he, he loved skate culture and all that when he was younger, but he couldn't He couldn't. Yeah, skate. yeah. So he's, <laughs> so like, he's watching always, it from the window. He's like, yeah, he's you. like, I always wanted to run with those kids. So it's it's not like based on his life, but yeah. it's, you know, it's, that's yeah. the inspiration behind it. It's yeah. that... that I don't know a utopia that he wanted. Yeah, yeah. It's about which like, is dope because I, I yeah. feel like we relate to that in the sense of hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you Zeus actually raps and he's nice at it, so mm-hmm. he does that. But like for us, like I feel like we've always been watching hip hop, and I have respect for hip hop to know that like I've been watching this shit through a window since day one, since mm-hmm. I was a kid putting like fat laces in my chucks to be like game. <laughs> like we, it was just like always wanting to be part of that culture, and now we're at the age where we can creatively think and actually, you know, yeah. have a podcast about stuff like that. Leave have these conversations with each other. <clears throat> exactly. Leave a little footprint in it. Yeah. 2018, I feel like, was the best year and I feel like all of us are moving in that direction yeah. the most. Of course, people don't, ain't recognizing us as people in the music industry, but we definitely chose like a great year to kind of immerse ourselves into it. Oh yeah, hip-hop's on the up and up. I felt like for a while, for sure. couple, maybe a couple years ago, EDM was on the rise and mm-hmm. it's for sure like that indie kind of music, you know, the, the soft stuff. But uh, hip-hop for sure with festivals going big and like all these Grammy-nominated artists, first-time nominated artists too. I think hip-hop's definitely like and all the experimental stuff that came out this year. I think it was definitely a good year for hip-hop and kind of putting it back on top yeah. of the most like yeah. mainstream thing like yeah. where everyone kind of listens to It's like to the hip-hop. tastemaker well there you have it best hip-hop of 2018 if you didn't like some of our rankings well that's too bad we all have our own opinions right no but seriously here on the podfathers podcast we're always trying to improve so please like share follow subscribe give us a review and if you have ideas for this show what you liked didn't like please share us with them um you can at me on twitter at underscore noah alvarez n-o-a-h a-L-V-A-R-E-Z Give us some ideas I mentioned a couple weeks ago We are going to be venturing off from sports Because Jacob and I aren't able to meet up as much And we'll still talk about sports But maybe different sports we don't usually get to talk about Like I had a couple friends on And we talked about NBA And that's something I hadn't done in quite some time Because Jacob's not too fond of the NBA This past couple weeks We talked about different things With Vince, JJ, and Jesus And so I'm going to be trying to do more of that and more of that, I reached out to a lot of friends, and I got some friends that are excited to hop on. So for the rest of this year and coming into the year, the new year of 2019, we're going to have a lot of quality, really good podcasts coming up. I'm excited for it. Hope y'all are too. 
Again, thank you for tuning in to the Pod Fathers Podcast. I'm Noah Alvarez, signing out.